0: Welcome to Getting Dimensional. I'm your host, Carol Amaya Lefebvre. In a world filled with information and overload on honing your intuition, you know, the intuition is a powerful navigating tool for all of the complexities of life, connecting to your spirit guides, honing in on what you need to do for yourself and what path to follow. In this episode, we're going to discuss two ways that will help you increase your intuitive abilities. So let's dive right in and get dimensional. So what is intuition anyway? It's a lot about following your gut and the language of your gut, deciphering subtle messages from the unconscious mind, listening to the information that shows up in your dreams. So I want to give you some simple techniques, and a couple exercises that will allow you to tap into your intuition and your inner wisdom. So we're going to work together. I'm going to be your guide and give you some easy steps to follow. You might want to grab a pen and paper just in case you want to take notes. And then we're going to talk about two methods that I recommend that work really, really well. I do something called spiritual coaching. And that's where someone sends me a list of the goals that they want to accomplish on a spiritual level. And then I sit and meditate. I tune into their guides and I ask their guides, based on this person's goal, what would be the best thing for them to do? So often, some people's goals are to develop their intuition. So I want to give you a couple tools that guides have given Several clients over the years, and I've tried and really, really work well. I call the first one the candle meditation. Now, one thing you should know about developing your intuition, especially if you want to connect with your spirit guides, a lot of people say they can't seem to connect with them. One thing that you need to remember is that you should choose a time of day when you know you can continue that practice every day approximately the same time. Your guides will get used to you being there, being in a quiet space where they can connect with you at the same time every day. So choose a time, whether it's the evening, if you're a morning person, in the morning, choose a time of day where you know that you will be available and you can connect. So for this candle technique, wear some Loose clothes, actually for the other technique too. Make sure you're comfortable. You want to be comfortable. You don't want to be shifting around while you're trying to connect. You want to be really comfortable. And try and sit up in a upright position. This is not something that you want to lay down because you may fall asleep. Well, and especially with the candle technique because you're going to have to be looking at the candle. But with the other technique, it's better to sit up straight. And you're going to be in a chair where you can place a single candle in front of you. So, for this technique, just give yourself approximately 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be anything longer than that. And what you want to do is light a candle and you want it to be about 12 inches, about a foot to a foot and a half away from you. And you're going to begin to concentrate and gaze at this candle and just study and focus on the candle. So you start by looking at the flame and you can kind of squint your eyes. If you notice and you squint your eyes a little bit, you can start to follow how the flame moves and try to just focus on what's happening with the flame. And that'll help you get out of your head. And every time you Have something that pops into your head, a thought, just go back to gazing at that flame and just imagine that flame connecting to your third eye, which is right in the middle of your forehead. Squint, concentrate, and just see what different squints do and how it makes that flame move. Does it change colors? Does it move to one side or another? But as you play around with different squints in your eyes, it will take you into this whole other universe. It's quite interesting what happens really. As you continue to do this, your inner concentration begins to take over and it begins to free you from your daily life thinking and you go into a more internal conscious mind. Now everyone will have their own experience. It's good to keep a piece of paper or a journal next to you. And some of the things that might happen are images might just pop into your mind. Some of these images are from your subconscious memory bank. It's good to write them down because then you can think about what's going on and why did that thought and or vision just pop into my mind. And for you people who aren't very visual, who are trying to become more visual, this is an excellent exercise. When you're first starting, some people might tune into what we call the astral world. So this is a different dimension. And your mind might begin to make contacts with that astral dimension. And if you're beginning, this could be a little bit scary. All you have to do is just imagine your tailbone having an anchor and just let the anchor drop into the earth and that'll help ground you. And then if you could imagine just standing beside yourself and become an observer so that you're just watching yourself look at the candle. This is the first step of how we begin to step outside of ourselves, shift our awareness and be able to become the observer and watch what we do. So even if you feel uncomfortable when this happens, just go ahead and anchor yourself, become the observer. And if you're still a little bit frightened, you can also call in Archangel Michael. He will protect you and you will be fully safe at all times. He's this really giant angel and his job is to keep your energy field clear and to protect and keep you safe. So if you're in any doubt at all, you can actually bring Archangel Michael in before you even begin. Now, of course, if you're a really analytical person, you're going to sit there and wonder if you're doing it right. Try not to think about that. Just every time your mind engages, just go back to squinting your eyes and looking at that flame and just be curious. What's this flame going to show? What am I going to see? What can I make it do by squinting my eyes in certain ways? For some people, you might have symbols pop up, which are really cool. They could be Reiki symbols. They could be like a Star of David. You could have religious symbols. You might see an image of a face or a guide. This is all really cool. This is just getting you started. And you may not have any of these experiences when you first start. Remember, this is a process. So if you do it on a regular basis, I absolutely guarantee you that you will get results. The more you do this, the more you'll sink deeper and deeper. And some people may go past the 10-minute mark, but I ask you to start at 10 minutes because it forces you to be present and to hold that space of being present. Remember, when we are in present day time, that's where miracles start to show up. Practice every day, and eventually what's going to happen is you may start to feel things. So not just seeing the flame, you might feel someone standing beside you. You might see the image of a face or a guide, but this time where you are in work and you're slowed down and you're comfortable and you're committed allows Different aspects of your being to come in that will resonate with the frequency that you're at. So you need to trust yourself, trust the process, stay committed to it, and just allow this to happen on a regular daily basis and you'll get results. The next thing that I want to talk about is like a mindful body scanning and Relaxation technique. So this is an exercise designed for mindfulness. Um, it promotes relaxation and and uh, reduces stress, and it's a really powerful technique to keep you in the present moment. So again, you're going to try and use the time of day that you can commit to on a regular basis. Be in a quiet space. Choose a chair be in comfortable clothes. This technique you can start with slowly. However, most people get into it on such a deep level that all of a sudden 45 minutes is gone and they're like, what, where did this go? I don't understand. This is one of the best techniques that you can do if you have a challenge meditating and you have a lot of mind chatter because it really does prevent that mind chatter and keep you open, open, open. So you're sitting in a comfortable position. You gently close your eyes, which of course enhances the sensations of the body. The first thing you want to do is just focus on taking deep breaths. Put your hand on your heart, inhale through your nose, fill your lungs, and just exhale through your mouth. And just notice your chest or your tummy rising and falling and feel the sensation of breath as it leaves your body. So how do I feel that? So feeling is not an emotion. Feeling is a sensation. So what does it feel like to feel the breath on the top of your lip? So just feel the sensation of the breath on the top of your lip and then focus on your feet. Notice any sensations in your feet. Are they warm? Are they cool? Are they tingling? It's not a judgment. You don't judge. You're just observing the feelings in your body. Then bring your awareness to your lower legs. Slowly move your attention up to your lower legs, and notice the weight of your legs. Can you feel the contact of your legs with the chair? Can you feel your sit bones? Just pay attention to any area or tension or relaxation. Then you slowly, gradually scan and move yourself, move your awareness up your body. Go to your thighs, go to your hips, go to your abdomen, chest, your shoulders, your arms. And allow your awareness to linger on each part, especially if you feel something in that. Remember, you're just being an observer. So when you feel something in that part, it's not about analyzing why do I feel something? It's about, oh, this is interesting. I feel something in this region of my body. If your mind starts to get too involved, you can anchor yourself by going back to your breath and just touching your chest again and just going back to your breath and feeling your breath. So you're going to continue the scan. You go up your neck into your head and just pay attention to where any tension is. Once you've reached the top of your head, what you're going to do is just Sit quietly and observe any specific sensations anywhere in your body. And now you're going to go back down. So what I do is I start at the top of the head and I scan and now I start to go down the back side. So I go down the back of my head and I allow the energy to go down my neck. And then I'll choose one arm. I'll go down one arm and then I go in between each finger. And then I come back up the arm, go down to the other side, go down the other arm, in between each finger. You can scan every single aspect of your body. And what this does is it allows you to feel sensations. When I feel certain sensations, instead of analyzing them, I thank my body. So I go, oh, thank you for showing me this. And sometimes when you're scanning, what'll happen is you'll all of a sudden feel something in your head or you'll feel something in your foot and somehow they're connected. It doesn't matter why or how. I always just tell that part of my body, I'm going to get to you. Right now, I'm working on my finger. And then it kind of calms down and I just let it know, I'm going to be there. So continue to scan your body and just acknowledge everything that you feel. Thank you very much. Thank you for showing me this. And then continue on. You can go as slow as you want. You can go as fast as you want. Now, of course, the slower you go, the more sensations you're going to feel. Believe it or not, this technique can actually help you release subconscious fears, some subconscious experiences, and things that have happened from past lives. So I want to just share an experience with you. So I was doing this body scanning, and I had spent many, many days doing this. And one day I thought, huh, I haven't done in between my toes. I'm going to do that. So I worked my way up from the top of my lip and then breathing, feeling the breath on my lip, and then I went up my nose, up to the top of my head. I scanned down the back of my body to my feet, and then I picked one foot. I thought I'm going to try and focus and scan in between my toes. So it's kind of interesting when you're doing this exercise, the amount of sensation that actually shows up that you can feel. It's really cool. So I started placing my attention between each toe, smoothing inside one side of my toe, up the other, around, inside. When I got to in between my big toe and my second toe, this really wild vision showed up. It was like Seeing one of those old fashioned mattresses that was black and white with these stripes on it, that popped into my head. And then all of the sudden, these faces, so many faces popped in my head. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. I couldn't even count. It was so intense and so rapid. I'm going to say it only lasted about two seconds. So, of course, I was very curious as to what this was. So afterwards, I completed and I talked to my guide. And one of my guides, Kuan Yin, came in and she said, Carol, you just released 79 lifetimes. And I thought, well, what the heck? How could I have done that? And she said, well, in all those lifetimes, you wore sandals. Now, if we think about in the old times what the sandals were like, there was often things between the toe. So that sensation of walking in sandals in many, many lifetimes and the sensation that we have of walking in sandals today, all of those things are locked into the unconscious mind. So somehow... The sensation of what happened in those past lives, just the sensation was all I needed to release all that from the unconscious mind. I just find that this body scanning is so incredible. It's hard to believe the things that you can release. So if we think about this from a logical point of view, then everything that happens in our lives has a sensation attached to it. And what we're doing with body scanning is we're tapping into sensations in our body, and they are also related to previous sensations that the unconscious mind holds. Now, I did talk about the unconscious mind in a previous podcast, so you might want to take a listen to that and just hear what I have to say about the unconscious mind. So if I was tied up and bound in a previous lifetime, or even in this lifetime, and I'm body scanning and I hit my wrists, and that wrist wants to release something from my unconscious mind, then I may get a sensation or a vision from that. Say I was drowning in a past life. When I get to Part of my body that was affected by that drowning, I may have a vision or a sensation of what happens or what happened when that occurred. So, all these sensations are locked into our body and they're stored in there. So, as we do the body scanning, it doesn't matter what it was, it just matters that we scan all these little pieces because as we scan, we release. And we're also very, very present. Try not to think too much, but after you finish and you can journal it and then you can go in and ask, wow, that was pretty cool. What was that? I wonder what that was. Okay, I got a little off track, but let's just talk about ending. So when you're finishing your body scan, just bring your attention back to your body, which it has been the whole time, but physically move your fingers and your toes and then slowly start to open your eyes. And then just take a minute and reflect on your experience and just notice how your body feels and how present you are. This is one of the best, coolest exercises that you can do to deepen your awareness, to connect On many levels to stay present and to develop a heightened awareness, it does bring in your intuition in a unique and unusual way. And it does help your guides connect to you and be able to work with you energetically. Before I conclude this exercise, I just want to talk a little bit about connecting to the guides. So, We hold a certain energy frequency and so do they. Their energy frequency is very much higher than ours. So it's up to us to bring our energy frequency up so that they don't have to come down as low to connect with us. So the higher we can make our energy frequency, the easier it is to connect with the guides and to tune into their frequency. And then they always bring their frequency down to try and connect with us. So most of the things that I talk about on Getting Dimensional are ways to increase your vibration so that you can connect with different aspects of yourself, as well as starting to tune in and connect to your guidance system. So remember, if you practice regularly, do the candle technique and the body scanning, you will definitely develop intuitive awareness. So as I conclude this episode, just take a look at what you've gained in this journey and you've got two tools to help develop your intuition. Remember to trust your inner wisdom. It's a really powerful guide. These tools work. Be patient with yourself. Embrace any uncertainties. And celebrate any small victories. I want to thank you for joining me and journeying with me today and getting dimensional. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and join me for future podcasts where we will learn and grow together. This is your host, Carol Amaya Lefebvre, signing off until our next journey. Stay curious, stay open, and let your intuition guide the way.